Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there's that one time. Aaron. Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is Jobbing Out. What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? I don't know if you've been practicing, but you actually almost nailed that. <laughs> like, you legitimately almost hit it as though it was just you were in the studio listening to the song. Um, that was that was amazing. That was amazing. All right, welcome in. It is episode number 45 of Jobbing Out. Boys, you wouldn't know, but it's 45 because that's the number of times I've grimaced looking at that picture of Triple H's chest this week. Jesus mm. Christ, that is colorful. Um, I'm Glenn Clark. He's Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and he is, of course, the main event. Vent. 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 I mean, I'm not. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> God. The best part of it is AJ how perfectly Fran- timed that was. Yeah, AJ Francis. I thought I thought I could just. God damn it. All right. Anyway, he's AJ Francis, and uh, I, normally this is where I say, coming up later on the show. The truth is, I don't know. We were supposed to have somebody that was going to join us that I was actually really looking forward to, but unfortunately, that was uh, now a no go. So we are uh, we're in what we call scramble mode. We're doing. I believe we call this uh, pulling a Donovan McNabb, or who was a famous scrambling. Steve Young was Randall a, Cunningham. Randall Cunningham was a scrambling quarterback. Steve Young was a scrambling quarterback. Roger the Dodger. That's true. Absolutely a scrambling quarterback. Again, much different than a run running quarterback. These are two yes. very different things. Scrambling quarterbacks. Actually, Ben Roethlisberger. You could. I was going to say Roethlisberger. Yeah. Scrambling quarterback. Uh, so we will see. We will see what might be coming up. But obviously, there's a lot to talk to coming off uh, Crown Jewel. So I guess, boys, let's start there. Somebody is going to get uh, a one wipe from their slate as far as their debt that they have to pay. Uh, bet when bets are concerned. Aaron, who is it that has one fewer bet to pay as of this week? Uh, that would be me. I am the only person to get a finalist in the World Cup, which was the Miz. And that propelled me to a nine to six to five victory. Yeah, you're a jerk off. Let's just uh, wait, wait, you made it seem like that was the difference was that you got somebody in the world. Oh Cup. yeah, no, that that was I, that just also happened to be the fact it's that the I, worst. Only, I, I was the only one to get a finalist in the World Cup. It's the worst setup I've ever heard in my entire life. You son of a bitch. So wait, how many points did we do for the World Cup? Oh, there! Uh, it was one for the quarterfinals, two for each of right, the semifinals, so you, then four for the. So finals. you getting those two points made no difference. I said it propelled me. It didn't. It wasn't the only factor. You're a piece of garbage. That's what you are. <laughs> You're a piece. I've. I, I mean, I was also the only one to pick DX. If, if you, you want If you, which was if you guys, weird. If you guys ever, I was the only one to pick Brock Lesnar. Yes, you that were. That's true. If you but guys, you also were the only one to pick Lashley and Jeff Hardy. True. 
Well, that wasn't great. Um, for what it's worth, if you ever want to know why it is that we call Aaron the worst. It's because he's the worst. There you go. There you go. Well, you know what? I won thanks to me getting a finalist in the World Cup. Had nothing I held. Come on. You just got to listen to what I'm saying. Stop it. Um, all right. Uh, I guess let's start with the, the DX thing. I guess we'll start there and we'll sort of t- unpack this step by step. Um, the DX uh, Brothers of Destruction thing happened. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't think they left the story that still needs to be told after that. We talked last week about the possibility of this ultimately leading to Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker one more time at WrestleMania. Did you come away from this on Friday feeling as though that is still the direction that we're headed and or that's the direction that we still need to be headed in? Uh, I, I was going to say, uh, it, you could. You absolutely could. You can say, you know, Triple H got hurt and that's the reason they lost and you could still set up HBK Undertaker if you really wanted to. Wait, wait, wait. You, I, said, you would say Triple H got hurt and that's the reason why the Brothers of Destruction lost? Why the Brothers of the- Oh, right. Well, that's why you didn't have the, the match you wanted. You could say – you could go a number of different ways. You just, you had an entire build with The Undertaker where Triple I, I, H I'm, lost I'm, I'm but fully, claimed right. he won the entire time and you set up that match. I'm fully you understanding. You could do a number of I, things I know you because of the Tri- way the match went down that you could say, well, we didn't really get to see these two legends in action if you really wanted to. I, I understand. I don't personally want to see it. I under I understand. I guess my question is do you still think – that is the direction that we're headed, or do you think they say we did this entire? All of this was about one thing: getting Shawn Michaels and a payday in Saudi Arabia. We got it. We can move on from this. Yep, I hope so. AJ, it's you, the money. You just it's think the money. it was just the one time? Get the money and be done with it. I can see him coming back for Mania, but yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's over. He's done. Like it's over. I, I tend to agree. Um, with that said, I, I think we all assume that Undertaker's doing something at WrestleMania. So yes. the question becomes, what is that something? Like, what, what, what is still left? What is out there that you still do with the Undertaker? I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to lie to you. I thought of a very, very dark, 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 dark joke, and I'm not even going to say it. You I know what? Considering the last couple of weeks that we've had, that's probably for the best. We have <laughs> we have really forgotten that people actually listen to this show sometimes. Like, sometimes <laughs> I feel like we're doing the show and it's just us like, ah, oh, it's just some buddies hanging out talking about wrestling, right? And then, like, later I get a message from somebody like, whoa, that was kind of right up against... I'm like, yeah, I know. I know. I know. That was... uh yeah, we maybe should have edited that one out, but uh, it's what it is. That's just the way it is. Um, again, what do, what do you do with The Undertaker if it's not Shawn Michaels? I, you know, I guess it just depends on how much longer you're going to ride this Undertaker thing. I, I still mean, they're would definitely going to run at the WrestleMania, right? Like, what point like, would they... Well, that, that's the thing. You can do it forever if you want to, and if you're going to, so be it. Bye and forever. Which, <laughs> then in, in which case, it doesn't matter what he does because none of these ma- matches really I, I matter understand as we that. go along I'm, here. I'm you telling you, Aaron Oster, to come up with it. I, I don't need you to tell me it doesn't matter. I know that. You're the guy. You're Mr. Rolling Put him Stone. against Tyler Breeze then. Awesome. Let's do no, that. Yes. You're doing this wrong. You have Undertaker. You have Kane. I'm sorry. You have HBK fight Kane to come back to be a full-time wrestler. That's what you do. 
but why does he need to? He just he agreed that the only reason he was staying out was because he doesn't respect Undertaker anymore. So now he can just walk back in and be a full time wrestler. Kane's is Kane's his little brother, and then he could put a clause in his contract where he has to fight Undertaker or Kane every week. Yeah, they could do that. That would be that would be. Um... Nah, if I had to guess what Undertaker is going to do at Mania, I, I think. This would be the mania that Undertaker actually does what he should have done a long time ago and, like, lets a younger guy go over and then, you know, rides out in the sunset. Um, I thought he was going to do that with Roman, um, but he didn't. I mean, he did came half of and, that. Yeah. <laughs> like. he, kind of, he, kind of, he came back and fought John Cena, and then he's had all these matches. If I had, to, if I had one pick... It would be Elias. Okay, I mean, but Elias is such a fun face right now that yeah. I don't yeah, know. But Undertaker is a heel. You guys don't know. Well, <laughs> he's supposed no, to he be. Is. No, he's supposed I, to. I, be. All four, the, all four people in that match are heels because all you people hate them because they're old and they wrestle. Um, um you know, okay. there's something to be said for that. There's something because to be because said here's the here's the here's the God's honest truth. If you watch the match and you listen to the crowd and you actually paid attention to the match. Just like every other match at Crown Jewel, it was a fantastic match, beginning to end. See, you guys, you guys are on that. You guys are on that track where, oh, there was a guy murdered by the regime, so I'm going to pretend the whole wrestling show sucked. I, I'm and not going to pretend the whole wrestling that's, show that's, sucked. That's, that's I'm, but I'm not right. going to pretend that the main event was good because the rest it, of the show didn't necessarily suck. It was good, and that the crowd, the. It, if it wasn't good, the crowd wouldn't have been into it. Okay, I'm gonna give you. I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna present this one of two ways. Are you trying to sell that the main event was good because you think it was a high quality match, or because you think the storytelling was good? I think that it was a. It was a mixture of both. Okay. I think that there was as, as a guy as a guy was, who watches was, for the matches. I, was, I can't believe that. I think there was one botch in the match. I think well, there, there was, were more than one botch. No, there was one botch. I mean, there was there was the moonsault to the outside. There was the oh, we can't decide. Was which... He that wasn't was caught. He landed on his head. But that's not a but th- that's not a botch. That's that's just a poor landing. That's not that, a botch. I think, it can, well, I think it, that you qualifies guys as a botch. Completely miss you when they're supposed yeah, to catch you. I think that qualifies. No, it does. It never. No, they did. They first of all, he hit both of them. He, a botch would be missing them completely. Well, that would definitely be a far more significant botch. Yes. Oh, look, I, I, we're going to nitpick over the botch words. I think that it was... The only botch was them both going into the the rail. That was a pretty bad botch. <laughs> yeah, but there was multiple botches in the Sasha Banks, Bailey, Natalia versus... What was Ryan good Scott about it? Evolution here's, well, here's, here's, here's my loved. question. What was, people loved that match. There was multiple botches. That's fine. Why? And if it was a good match outside of... of if, well, no, if there was a good match outside of the... I can forgive about the Kevin Owens Sami Zayn match, which we all agreed was amazing, had a huge botch in it. That was a titanic botch, but it was still a great match because the rest of the match was great. I think this wasn't a great match for a number of reasons, by the way. Not necessarily all their fault. You had Triple H go out, which really threw off the match, and they couldn't figure out exactly what to do after that because clearly Triple H was supposed to be more involved. So it wasn't necessarily all of their fault. But it did happen. I thought the match was messy. And yes, there were botches on top of it. Okay. You're allowed to be wrong. I don't know. I thought they looked slow a lot. 
I really did. Yeah. I thought they yeah, looked they really, look slow. They're they older looks, dudes. I understand like that. Looks slow with the bar. I, just like Mark Henry looked slow when he fought and beat Randy Orton for the fucking world title. I agree. It doesn't matter. I, well, I do think it matters, yes. If I'm watching something where it's a lot of guys that I think all look slow, I'm going to react to that. I'm not judging it versus, if again, in the context of, was it a well-put-together match for guys their age? Yes, it was for guys That's their what age. I'm saying. Like, what do you... What do you want? You want them to fly around like fucking two? You know what I want? I don't want to watch fifty year olds wrestle. I love Kurt Angle. I don't want to watch him wrestle right now. He a looks for effort. slow. We're giving them an A for effort. Here. I don't. I'm just. I don't need that in my life. It's the same. I don't want to watch fifty year olds play basketball. I don't want to watch that. Stop fucking buying their merch and start. Stop fucking screaming every time they come out. Whose stop. merch? Whose merch did I buy? No, I'm not saying you specifically. Oh, Once right. again, I'm using the royal you. The royal, the royal you. Um, I, I, uh, the pen, the pen is bl- royal blue. Anyway, um, anybody know nice little liar liar reference? And neither liar, one liar, of you, yeah. Jesus. Um, look, I, 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 again, for what it's worth, for what it was, if you, if you're only judging it in, this- so do you think? So do you think that eighty thousand people? Just like made up emotion. Well, there definitely weren't eighty thousand people there. That wasn't an eighty thousand seat stadium. Um, I'm pretty sure it is. I think they popped for that crowd was popped for a lot of things. I think that was a very good crowd for a wrestling crowd. That was a very very crowd that responded to pretty much everything during the night. I think so. Like when when a crowd when there's a good match on, and the crowd ruins it, we say do we say that the match was bad? But it wasn't a good match, regardless of the crowd. Answer my question. I'm confused. I'm confused. Say that wait, again. Okay, wait. So your question was it a good match, regardless of like in nor- in other matches? Yes, the matches tends to be good with or without the crowd. That's usually a little bit. Suffering. So have you ever seen a bad match get a great crowd reaction? Uh, no, motherfucker. I, no, no. I have to think Never. about it. Not fucking once. No. In your fucking wrestling fandom, no. have you ever seen a I... bad match? Get a big crowd reaction. So fuck each and every one of you that said that match was trash. Fuck you. Next. Man. Man. We're all over the place. Yeah. We're all over the place. I don't think I said it was a trash match. I think I said for what it was, it was fine. And I do think that the one thing that they've done in these last two is that they've done good storytelling because they knew they couldn't do great matches. And that's fine. I'm okay with that. Aren't you the king of the story being told is what you care yes, about? Yes, and I'm giving them credit for that. This is the We're doing the reverse role thing here. You're trying to tell me that it's a great match when you're supposed to be the match guy. I'm supposed to be the storytelling guy, and I'm telling you that I don't care for the match, but I like the storytelling. I think they've done a credible job given what they're working with, which is not really guys that should be competing at this level at this point. They've done the best job they possibly could to make it seem credible, and thank God they told Shawn Michaels to get rid of his hair altogether because Jesus Christ was that ever distracting in the weeks that led up to this thing. All that being said, all being said, I'm good with it. I don't want it to be, I'm with Aaron, I don't want any more. I am done. I didn't want it to begin with. They got through it. I understood what the circumstances were. There was a lot of money at stake fine they got their money i didn't i didn't boycott it i didn't skip it i watched it i watched the whole thing i watched the awkwardness of still having a bunch of people sitting in the front row that i didn't know if they were murderous i I did the whole thing 
but I didn't come away from it thinking, my God, what an amazing match that was. I came away from it thinking, you know what? Given what it is they're working with, they battled, they did their damnedest, they told a good story. At the end, clearly, and the, folks, the crowd was into clearly it. the folks in Saudi Arabia were super excited to see wrestlers that they had heard of. It was very clear throughout the course of the night how much more excited they were whenever anyone like that did anything versus whenever someone that they didn't know anything about did something. It was very clear that that crowd was very excited for people that they had heard of and they were into it. And so again, given the circumstances, they did everything they could to pull off a credible show. It, it it was fine. They got by. They did what they needed to do. But That's I'm, right. I'm cool with that. You don't have to think it was great, but I haven't. You, everyone's telling me that the show was bad, and it fucking wasn't. They think the show as a whole was bad. Was bad. Yes, over and over. That is the sentiment on the on the. Twitter I think it show. was a weirdest shit show. It was weird. I said it was the drunkest show I've ever seen. I mean, it was. It was. I didn't weird. say it was bad. But I wouldn't. Say, I don't think there was anything about it that was bad. I mean, I think people are really. I think okay. My, here's my guess, AJ. There's people that are super pissed off that they did the same thing with Brock Lesnar where they didn't really have a match and Brock Lesnar is going to be the champion and he's going to be a part-timer and I don't blame any wrestling fan for being pissed off about that. That's bullshit. It's 100% bullshit. This thing that's going on between the UFC and the WWE, fans of both promotions should be furious about it. It's bullshit. I know why they're doing it. They're just trying to... They, all they see is money. I get it. But it's bullshit and it's hurting them. I'm a former UFC fan. I'm out. I won't pay money for the UFC anymore. I'm sick of them doing this shit. I'm not going to do the same thing with WWE because the WWE is supposed to be a clown show. Like, it's supposed to be scripted and all that, but it's nonsense, the whole thing with the UFC and the WWE. I understand fans having a bad taste in their mouth because of that. I certainly understand that I, I don't know why you would be angry about the Shane McMahon thing, because Jesus Christ, the World Cup wasn't a thing! Why in the world yeah, would I, anybody I, be I, angry? That was, my biggest, that was my biggest beef. I said that um, I was on um, uh, another podcast earlier today and I, I never understood that concept how you can bitch about how the uh you can bitch about how uh you, you don't think the world cup matters it's it's something that doesn't matter nobody cares about it why are we even having it and then somebody wins that you don't want to win and all of a sudden the whole thing ah this is stupid. This this doesn't I, I, help the integrity. Of it's the, insane. Like, shut the fuck up. It's not a thing. The World Cup right. isn't a thing. Someone Who cares? To, someone uh, tweeted at me, tried to compare it to David Arquette winning the WCW oh title, God. which was the most insane thing I heard of. Because that's the WCW title. Well, right, correct. And by the way, I don't think that was the. Tr- it, look, it was dumb. It was a. You know, I take it back. It, it was. was the, it was. It was one. By of the, the way, by 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 the way, the stadium seats fifty five thousand people before you put a single seat. On the field, so fuck you, Glenn. Uh, here, we'll pull up the attendance. I, I we'll just been searching for the last ten minutes. They didn't announce it. Well, that's that's very odd. I don't know why they wouldn't do that, but maybe there are rules against that in Saudi Arabia. I don't really understand that. Um, you're right. They don't really announce the attendance yeah, anywhere. They, they haven't is, announced the attendance. That is very bizarre, isn't it? But they said it's sold out. Well, I believe that it's sold out. I believe that. But there's no upper deck there. There's no way that can be 80,000 people. They would have 55,000 before but, you put but, people But they on. also... That but includes, you're, all, you're, you're blocking also, off part, the end of the seats. There's almost undoubtedly just a simple trade-off between the people... I don't, in fact, I think if I remember right, most stadiums, they say they can put like 10,000 tops on a field. And that's if you minimize the number, the amount of space that you need for the ring and the ramp. 
So I don't think that would equal a trade-off for the amount of seats that you would block. It also wasn't a full. It wasn't like you know WrestleMania where the entire field was full. But I mean, whatever. What, yeah, it was right. probably. It was a big yeah, crowd. I, I it wasn't eighty thousand. Eighty right. versus fifty yeah. or whatever. It was whatever. a big crowd. I get it. It's a massive crowd. They had a huge crowd in Saudi Arabia. They got everything they wanted. God bless them. They got their money. That's really the only thing they cared about. And somehow they managed to figure out a way to not mention the word Saudi Arabia at all during the course One of the show. One tie. That was. Oh, uh, crown jewel. Yeah. And Riyadh. They definitely Coming said. from Riyadh. Yep. They had no problem doing any of that. And His Excellency and the whole thing. They did plenty of things to dance around ever saying the words Saudi Arabia. And I'm not giving them credit for that because I still don't think the WWE deserves credit for taking a cash grab when, you know, given the circumstances. But it is kind of remarkable that they managed to pull it's it off. It's impressive right. is what it they is. They managed to pull it off without ever saying the words Saudi Arabia and yet keeping that bag. That is something to behold and good for them for pulling that off. Um, as far as the show as a whole is concerned, no, AJ, I would agree with you. It wasn't a bad show. It was a weird show. It was a different show. It was whatever you want to call it. But by no means was it a bad show. It had a moment that I thought was a very bad moment for the WWE. I thought that was uh, – I just I, – I think that at some point they are really running thin on patience when it comes to the – you got to – your championship belt needs to matter. It needs to matter. Or else what is anyone doing here? When is the Brock Cormier fight? We, nobody even we knows. Don't know. We don't even know for sure that it's happening. We think it's happening. They're they're teasing it, but we don't know for sure it's happening. I it's mean, happening in, I think it's going to happen in January. There's a lot of people that think that Super Bowl weekend is the most yeah. logical time to try to do it. It still seems like a bit of a quick turnaround for Cormier to take another title fight, but when you consider I mean, like, there's just no logical way that he should be losing to Brock Lesnar right now. Maybe that's not a problem for him. Um, a lot of people also point out the fact that, like, I, he hasn't defended the other belt in a while. Um, and so, th- you know, that's an issue that still exists. And I don't think he wants to give that up, knowing John Jones is coming back soon. And that's another payday that he wants. So does he feel the need that he has to defend that belt before he can do the Brock Lesnar fight? I, I-, I don't know. It's all dumb. I guess we should ask, do either of you credibly believe in any way that Daniel Cormier is going to do something with the WWE as he alluded to on Saturday nights? No, not at all. Uh, well, what do you mean by with? I mean, like, do you believe there's any chance that Daniel, that they try to pull off some sort of scheme where there's a Daniel Cormier, Brock Lesnar, uh, a UFC title UFC belt? UFC versus WWE title? I, I don't think no. it's UFC. I don't think it's that. But- if you tell me he shows up on Raw one time or does a no, video on no, Raw that's a one big, that's time a ba- before I'm, the fight, I'm, I could buy that. I'm saying, do you think that they are so in cahoots at this point? It is clear that these two are working together. And that, look, you can be in cahoots with other companies. I, when I say cahoots, it sounds negative. You're allowed to work with other companies to try to best suit your uh, economic needs. Um, do you think they are so intertwined at this point, the two of them, that there is any chance that after the UFC fight or before, there would be a wink-wink, nudge-nudge, let's do something that portrays the idea that Daniel Cormier is trying to win the Universal Championship belt. Not... They're going to try to sell that, but it's not going to be believable. I don't think anything UFC will do. Could could there be a tweet? Could there be an offhand comment about it? Like, I mean, I'll whip you, you know, for this title, and then I'll whip you for the universal well, title. They've, you already, know, done, something they've already done that. Yes, like they've already done that. Right, and, and I, I think that's as far as it goes. You don't think it, that? You think that's the end of that? 
I, I mean, they might not be the. They might make similar comments to that, but it won't be like, you know, going truly forward with. It. I, I mean, I hear you. Here's what I'll say: If you've gone this far, right? Like, if you're at the point where you're giving Brock Lesnar a title shot that in on no planet he deserves. If these two companies are clearly willing to work together the way that they are, if WWE is so concerned about you know the promotion that comes with Brock Lesnar being in the UFC that they're willing to give him a title belt again that he's going to be a part timer for, why not? Why not? Con- like why stop there? You've sold your soul. There's no credibility anymore if you're the UFC. You're you're openly saying we're we're a sideshow. But we're a sideshow that's really profitable, and for the most part, because we make the money, we still have the best fighters. Why not? Why not say to Vince McMahon, dude, let's work something out so that we, like, advertise a Monday night that Daniel Cormier is coming. Maybe there's no actual fight because, Lord knows, they don't want to risk their, their, their guy getting hurt. But right. you advertise a week ahead of time, I'm going to be there on Monday night, and I'm coming to challenge you for the WWE title. Why wouldn't you do that? That just seems... If you're going this far, why not go as far as you possibly can to milk this thing for as much as you could? I mean, you could. You probably should, as you said. See, I, I think there's a thing. We realize how far UFC has fallen. We, you know, a lot of people do. A lot of people don't, though. And I think if you go down that route, you're completely pulling that open. Where casuals and everyone alike realize exactly what's happening here and i do think that they it's not a big you know it's dropping how many people still think it's i'm not using the word legitimate legitimate but you know what i'm saying it it has certainly fallen they're certainly turning into a sideshow but there are still people who believe in it and i feel like once you pull that curtain you you've pulled that away you're giving brock lesnar a title shot I mean, and I, some people still think of him as UFC champ, former UFC champion Brock Lesnar. Okay, but that'd be like giving Chuck Liddell a title shot right now. Like, come on. I mean, like, people aren't that dumb. They're not. I don't, I mean, some are, obviously. <laughs> I, I was going to right, say, I, I, I don't know, man. I know that they are, but I get, I get it. The WWE is essentially saying we have nothing to lose, so we, we, why wouldn't we do this? And on, on paper, fine. But it goes back to the same thing we were talking about a minute ago. Do you think, AJ, you, you've been confident they were going to do this with Brock Lesnar. Do you think that if Roman Reigns would have been in this match, they were going to do this anyway? No. So that part is interesting to me. Here's, here's my thought on this, and it's the one way I'm going to defend WWE on this. Bra- uh, Braun Strowman winning the title for the first time should be a really big deal. This is a guy who potentially is one of the big pieces moving forward in the future of the company. Him winning for the first time should be a really huge deal, and at least in their mind, maybe it shouldn't be I mean, done I'm gonna, at I'm gonna, 3 I'm gonna, in the afternoon. I'm going to pause there for a second. You believe that? You say really huge pieces of the puzzle moving forward. Like, do you, I, I, I think yeah. he should be a big I think piece he should for be a, the next decade. I think he WWE. should be a main eventer for some time. But, there, I mean, like, are you trying to compare him to Roman Reigns? No, not necessarily Roman Reigns, but, like, that next half tier down. I don't know that the first time the next half-tier down guy wins the title has to be at WrestleMania. It, it doesn't – well, I'm not – well, I'm but actually saying – I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say Rumble here. If Roman doesn't ever come back 
I mean, he is the top guy. I, well, other I, than Seth Rollins. I think Seth Rollins is the top guy, but I think they would also start looking for somebody that has Drew the, McIntyre? the look. AJ Francis. Yeah, AJ Francis, obviously, I think would be basically the highest on their list of uh, guys they're looking for. I mean, I think we know that WWE wants a guy with a look. And Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. Sure, I, I do think that the... I think it's tougher to sell the idea that Drew McIntyre is going to become a star that you send to do the Today Show. I think that's the guy they're looking okay. for. Okay, all right. They're going to look for the next guy that's yeah, going to be the me. guy. Right, that's AJ Francis. That's what we've all been waiting for. That's the guy that they're going to be looking for is who's the next one to go do the Today Show. And I get. By the like, way, did you guys see the video I posted of my. Uh, I did. I did, I did see, see that. Yes. I did enjoy it a great deal. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know that Braun Strowman is ever that. You know, I don't think Braun Strowman's the guy. I don't think Drew McIntyre's the guy. And I, by the way, I don't know who it is, right? Like, I can't tell you that there's someone right now that I would say is the surefire next guy that can become the star of stars that you're sending out to do those types of appearances. Here's the thing, though. Here's, here's the thing, though. This is why I can't agree with what you're saying. Because if you look at a picture of Seth Rollins and you look at a picture of Roman Reigns, you know, and everything that we know about WWE, and you look at a picture of Finn Balor, who do you think they would pick to be the guy? Not the big Samoan dude. Um, I don't know, man. I, you got you got the height and weight. You know, yeah. if Finn was if Finn was an extra three inches and an extra okay, thirty well, then pounds, still, then yes. Then your argument still doesn't hold with Seth Rollins. Um, I think Seth Rollins is closer to that guy. What I would say is, look, Roman Reigns is a dreamboat. Like, let's just all call it what it is. Roman Reigns. Yeah, but my my th- my my point being, so is Seth Rollins, and he's quite. <sighs> I don't think so. Boy, I can't believe I'm sitting here doing this. He's 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 white from the heart. I I understand what you're saying. I do get that. But also remember, The Rock was wildly successful in this role for the WWE. And yeah, I think but that Roman. I'm a. Bit, I've always been a big Roman guy. Don't ever compare Roman. I'm and not Rock. trying to compare them directly. What I'm saying is, I think that they understood at that point that there is some value in it, not just being a lily white guy every time. I don't think that they mind that it was John Cena, for example. But, yeah, but it's like when Obama was president. Then you got to go back to what. Right. You, 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 know, you got to find super racist. I understand what you're saying. Um and and they did right like so you're saying it's a white guy's turn is that what ultimately we're coming around to yeah it's a white guy's okay turn it's right a white now. guy's turn all right well I've got bad news for you pal it ain't gonna be you that's just I'm so sorry to be the <laughs> one true yeah no see the white no, you guy got, you got to go through Adam Cole and then AJ France right. yeah the white guy white guy gets the turn and then after the white guy gets the turn and the white guy fucks up you mean five like, oh, white yeah. guys get a turn right, right. Yeah. oh yeah, sure. yeah. Um, and by the way, the answer might be that we're thinking about this all the wrong way because they already know who the answer is. The answer is it's Ronda Rousey. That's Elias. That, well, I would make the argument that it should be Elias, but it might be the WWE. It's says, right? I, I don't know if you. I don't know if you watched Raw this week. Dog, trust <laughs> me. I am <laughs> with you. I am with you. Nobody is arguing <laughs> that point. Nobody has. Like, let's be honest for a second here. Has anyone? Who's never won any title ever been this over? Uh, great question. Great question. I mean, Braun? Braun, uh, Braun guess, was, yeah. was a tag team champion, Aaron, and you should show some respect <laughs> to his one-day reign as tag team champion. Yeah, fuck you, Aaron. He, yeah. was, he is a tag team champion. Yeah. Damn. yeah, what do you have to say for yourself now, disrespecting the monumental reign of Braun Strowman, and I've already forgotten the case. Nicholas, Nicholas, thank you. Nicholas, was that over? Come on, man. Yeah, Nicholas was pretty over. You're right about that. Uh, but Nicholas was also a champion, you son of a bitch. 
Before he was champion, though. Uh, he was only sort of over before he was champion. He really got <laughs> over after he won the belt. Um, I mean, look, again, only in unique circumstances, right? Like, James Ellsworth was super over for a moment, right? Like, he was... Bray Wyatt, Bray Wyatt was super over for a little bit, yeah. But um, he's... he's he, but he is over, like, at a different... Le- he is- Oh, dude, when, the, when, when he plucked the strings... For the uh walk, I mean, like it yes. was bad shit. Like it was just bonkers, man. I'm like, wow, I, I did not realize. And I'm, I'm super. In, I've been into Elias since the that that night we went to Philadelphia when I said, oh, I get it now. Oh, oh, this guy's a rock yeah, star. Yeah, I was into Elias well before that. I remember coming. Yeah, on this but show you're specifically you're convinced and that talk I talk about and talk about how much I hated wrestling fans because right. they kept chanting. Drift away. I know that, but you've life. somehow convinced yourself that I was one of them, and I wasn't. I just it took that moment for me to be way into Elias the way that I am now. Um, yeah, I mean, I look, I'm all for it being Elias because he's Elias. But the answer might ultimately be the WWE doesn't feel the need for a male superstar to be that person because they've accepted that Ronda Rousey is going to be that that person for them for as long as she's in the company. And Ronda, Rousey, Ronda Rousey, Brock Lesnar, and whatever part-time, well, Brock, maybe The Rock. Wait, wait, Brock, Lesner, you know. Brock Lesnar doesn't do to the, the Today Show. Brock, they don't use right. Brock oh, Lesnar. Oh, okay. oh, you're right. You're, you're, I'm yeah, talking about the today their show thing. corporate yes, 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 yeah. suit. The, the one that they've decided is essentially the face of their company. Um, and because Ronda is apparently willing to, to do all these things without getting paid billions upon billions of extra dollars, which is the difference between she and Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar wouldn't go do the Today Show unless they said, here, let me slide you over a na- another check. Ronda Rousey appears to be willing to do all of those things without getting more money beyond the Ronda Rousey has silenced, in about a month's time, has silenced anyone who says that she can't cut a promo. Oh well, that's true too. Yes, no yes. doubt about that. Yeah, yeah. She She's the not... the just the just the promo she did with Nikki and the promo she did this week right. against Becky. You, she's one of the best mic. She's one of the best female people on the mic in the company. The, the amazing the amazing thing about it is they're giving her reins. She's writing her promos for the most part. I think Paul's working with her a little bit, but for the most part, those are her words, and they're letting her do it. Uh, it's crazy. All true. All it's almost like true. it's almost like people outside of the bubble have talent. It's amazing. What are you trying, to, what are you trying to suggest? I don't understand what you're trying to say exactly. No, nah, it's just it. micromanagement is the downfall of all society. Wow. Wow. That might be it. You might be right about that. All right, let's not do any more here. We were going to do Raw and SmackDown, but the truth oh, is... Oh, 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 oh. Hang on, oh, hang on. Oh, oh, I, oh. Stop. Listen to me. Listen to me. I know what you're about to do. Listen. <laughs> we were going to do a Raw segment and a SmackDown segment, but the truth is everything's all pushed together right now because it's survivor series season and what do we know about survivor series it's the only the time, one time ever <laughs> if you ignore the past four pay-per-views ever ever that you will see raw superstars compete about smackdowns against smackdown superstars i don't understand what your problem with that is we get aj styles versus brock lesnar becky lynch versus aronda rousey nobody said it was a problem i just again it's when the, you literally book matches between Raw and SmackDown for the past two pay-per-views, it's I, funny to I don't say. Know what you do know what the best match that was booked is, don't you? Uh, oh, so far? Authors yeah. of Pain versus whoa, The Bar? Whoa, whoa. No. Uh, I mean, I think... Though she, we do have to talk about the... Whoa, Shinsuke Nakamura Seth Rollins is pretty fucking Absolutely. good. Absolutely. Yes. Shinsuke yeah. Nakamura versus Seth Rollins is a, mess, is a WrestleMania match. 
Yeah, I don't disagree with that. That's yeah. that 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 is that good. Uh, anyway, the point is, we don't need to do separate Raw and SmackDown segments. We can just push them all together the way that they're doing it right now. So we'll get to your thing, AJ. I promise. I know what you want to do, and we'll get to it. But we'll do it in segment number two, so we can split this whole thing up. How does that sound? Whatever. <laughs> I can't get anything. You guys, I hate you all. All right, we'll come back in. We'll continue talking more about the fallout from Crown Jewel. By the way, we're only a week away from Survivor Series. How did that happen? I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... The main event. AJ Francis. This is Jobbing Out. Pressbox's Project Game Day is back at halftime and postgame for every Baltimore football game. You can react live with us on Pressbox's Facebook page. Glenn Clark hosts at halftime and he's joined by the NFL chick Sarita Hubbard postgame. Project Game Day is brought to you by Glory Days Grill. Catch all of the action at your neighborhood Glory Days Grill, where they have tons of TVs to catch every moment of every game. Glory Days Grill. Great food, good sports. Pressbox's Project Game Day. Facebook.com slash Pressbox Sports. In here for segment number two of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, of course. The main event. AJ Francis as well. And indeed, boys, we have new tag team champions. And um, it was a great way to actually do it. I know you bitch and complain about, um, uh, about, bitch? The, about the European shows and being taped and whatnot because you never see anything surprising but did you was it already spoiled that they were going to win it the the wwe actually sent out a message themselves saying they were new tag team champions earlier in the day so so you got spoiled i did not well i mean if you're not obviously once i saw it was authors of pain versus seth rollins in a handicap right yeah you had a good (laughs) a a couple of things i will say let's talk about that a little bit because I'll tell you, one of the things that I'm struggling with is you guys know I don't ever always watch every show live to begin with, right? Like, if there's a good football game on, there wasn't really this week. It was Cowboys-Titans. Um, but I'll tend to watch the football game, or if there's a you know, major college basketball game, something like that, I might watch that. And what ends up being a problem is I get those push notifications from the WWE all throughout the course of the night that I have to try to quickly swipe away before I accidentally see what's on them so that... I don't have those things spoiled for me. Now, I accept when I'm choosing to not watch a show live, there's a chance something might be spoiled. Brandon from Ramshead, who I'm sure is listening right now, regularly messages me about something that he's watching. And regularly, even after I tell him I'm not watching it live, like last Friday. You spoiled it anyway. Yeah, correct. <laughs> now, I love Brandon, and he's a, a good friend of mine, so I'm not. it doesn't bother me. And um, he doesn't normally spoil anything that's crazy. In fact, what he'll normally say is, I'm really angry that you haven't watched yet. I need you to watch immediately so I can talk to you about it. Um, and then sometimes I'll just say, dude, you can talk to me about it anyway. It's fine. I don't care. Um, but like last Friday, he was watching Crown Jewel Live. It's actually really funny. I, wanna, I, I hope I have the interaction because it was a really funny interaction. He was watching Crown Jewel Live. I don't – it was – what was it, 12 o'clock on Friday, right? That was the – yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, yeah, just because of work, I wasn't able to watch it live. Like, I knew that – and, and I, did, I could have started at, like, 1, 
But at that point, I was like, I'll just wait and watch the whole thing, you know, from start to finish as soon as I can. And that was what I ended up doing. So, yeah, this is Friday. Um, oh, damn it, I can't pull it up anymore. Anyway, he texts me, like, assuming that I'm watching it live. <laughs> like, that, that's the funniest part is just the assumption that I'm watching it live. And he, the first text he says, Hogan didn't take long, LOL. <laughs> I said, oh, I remember I had to go out to Ravens practice on Friday. That's why I couldn't watch live. I said, I can't watch because I have to go to Ravens practice. He said, boo. Then he followed up. I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan's fireworks cost more than my yearly salary. And yuck, they already had to welcome his excellency. Like he's (laughs) telling me things that are happening despite the fact that I already told him I wasn't watching the show. And again, nothing of that was particularly significant. Um, but I was like, Brandon, I just told you I'm not watching. <laughs> what a dick. I know, right? Hang on. Continue to talk amongst yourselves for a second. I got to take this call. We, we didn't actually talk about Hulk Hogan. What, what was your thought on the way they held that, uh, handled that, AJ? Uh, I thought Hulk Hogan looked like shit. Yeah. Dude, he looked like shit. And then did you see his tweet after? The thing yeah, where he, he buried the roster? Well, he buried himself, too. Well, he buried himself. But, I mean, dude. What what are they getting out of Hulk Hogan? I don't get it. Money. Obviously, but okay, so they get the money from Saudi Arabia. Are they getting that much more money down the line with him? Yeah, they're gonna sell Hulk. People still buy, dude. People stouted Goldberg for minutes on end. Like, is Goldberg even in the same realm of Hulk Hogan and stardom? At like, least he can do a jackhammer or a spear. <laughs> like, you think Hogan can drop a leg drop? No, he can't. They doctor won't clear him for it. Yet, if Hulk Hogan gets back in the ring, my God, I don't think he's going to get back in the ring to work a match. But if you think that Hulk Hogan's coming back and he's not going to give somebody a big boot and a leg drop, you, you you're confused. I mean, he he did that whole thing around thirty. He had a pretty long run there and didn't give a big boot or a leg drop in there at all. I uh, that's not going to last very long. God, that tweet, after seeing myself on Crown Jewel, I've decided to get serious and get out 300 pounds. I looked huge, swole, jacked, and my arms are still bigger than most wrestlers' legs. I don't want to look like I can beat up the whole WWE roster anymore. Jesus. What a clown. Hogan, I would whoop your ass. Okay. I, I do Hogan, love how like all of the wrestlers were like, oh, yeah, you, you want to whoop someone's ass? First of all, I like them lining up. Uh, Rusev was like, all right, I'll take a match with you at 35. I'll take that I mean, spot. Seriously, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't sign up for that? Right, exactly. Um, oh, clown. I, do you think what, – what do you think is next there? I, man, I, we're all over the place. Hang on. Save the Hulk Hogan thing. I want to go back to the first thing. Aaron, you seem to like what the WWE did with, um, you know, sort of spoiling something themselves without actually spoiling it. Yeah, I'm, I was actually okay with that because, you know, they, they've accepted the fact that spoilers are going to get out. Right. And by saying, hey, there's a, a, a title change, something big is happening, but without saying exactly what it was, I thought that balanced the line nicely. Um... Again, I, again, setting up, given the circumstances, right? Given the idea that it was there, it happened, it occurred, people are going to know about it. If you set it up with that premise, then, yeah, that's probably the best way to go about doing it. The Probably the best way to go about doing it is to say the tag titles have changed hands. Now, for what it's worth, I got that you know, notification, and yet 
I didn't know who it was going to be until the moment the Authors of Pain's music hit, right? Like, I managed to still avoid all spoilers for the rest of the day. So, in a way, AJ, like, there was still something that was surprising. The result of the match obviously wasn't surprising for me. But I didn't know who the new tag title champions were going to be until the moment I heard the Authors of Pain's music. So, there's something to be said for that. Look, I know they're going to do. When I I make my point about European shows, it's not like I'm saying you shouldn't go to Europe anymore, right? And it's not like I'm going to say I'm not going to watch them. I watch plenty of shows during out throughout the year. Uh, uh, how many? Uh, if there's 52 episodes of Raw a year, how many of them does something unbelievably significant occur on? Probably three or four. Yeah, I, I would push it to ten, depending on I, your I, I think, you know, right. definition if, of significant. Yeah, if you want to say unbelievably is the wrong word, you know, significant to. Super significant. I think you're probably right. It's probably in the neighborhood of 10. So I watch plenty of shows during the course of the year where there aren't super significant things that happen. You're right, AJ. My argument has always been I'm less excited for Europe shows because if something significant was going to happen, I would already know about it before the show started. I'm still going to watch it anyway, right? And I'm going to have the same opinion. I knew that there were new tag champs. I didn't know who they were. I was willing to watch not just for that, but just because I was willing to watch the show. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm going to watch it anyway. But no, I'm always more excited for something that I'm I'm going to see live because there truly is the feeling of absolute unpredictability. You don't have any clue what's going to happen. And I always prefer watching things live to my, watching them, you know, that that have been but I still watch NXT. I still watch it, right? Like I'm not it's I, I even if you know how quickly was the Gargano uh or the, sorry, the Champa title spoiled. It was spoiled like within seconds of it occur- being taped. But I still watched. Like, I still went back the next week and watched the show, even knowing that Tommaso Ciampa was about to become the champion. So, I, you know, it's just what it is. And I think that Aaron's right. I think that was probably, given the circumstances, the best way to go about handling that particular situation. Um, all right. Back to Hulk Hogan? Sure. No. Okay. Who had the best match on no, Raw? You, you want to get to that? Are you are you saying you're done with Hulk Hogan? Is that what you're trying yeah, to say? I mean, the there, there's not much more to say. Well, about I guess Hulk the question is: Do you do you think there's fuck. a next? Do you think there's a something next? Uh, not something real. I mean, I think it's a he shows up every now and then for something that they have in mind. They try to keep it controlled. I don't think there's anything that involves Hulk Hogan being regularly involved with WWE. Or a part of a program or a match, something along those lines. Yep. Okay, we're in agreement. Great. Now, get to your question. Who had the best match on Raw this week? Hmm. I never, I, I could not have possibly seen that coming. <laughs> uh. I'll, I'll go first. I'm giving my vote to the main event. I thought it told a brilliant story. I really loved every aspect of that match. Uh, it was different from a lot of what we see on Raw. You know, we don't see the the, the single contained. Here's this like a very clear story we're trying to tell. We don't necessarily care about the the big moves or whatever. It's a, solely about the story. I just I really loved the way they put that match together. The uh, Drew McIntyre Kurt Angle match. Um, here's my only problem. I, I, Kurt Angle looked slow. I I didn't. I thought he looked bad on Monday night. Um, and you know I love Kurt Angle. But it was the first time where I said, "Nope, I don't need to see anymore. I'm I'm done. I'm good." Um, I I I think Kurt's been fine for the most part in the the minimal ways they've used him, and maybe it's just 
them trying to have him wrestle again just three days after he had wrestled, right? Like, maybe it's the turnaround. I don't know. But it was the first time I really looked at him and said, I, I don't ever need to see Kurt Angle wrestle again. They, they built that into the story, though. I, I, that's one of the things I really liked about it is that they said, okay, he's slower, but here's why he's slower. He's slower because he wrestled three days ago. He's slower because this is a machine in, in Drew McIntyre, and I mean, this I, is you know the next generation, and he's the one who is going to blow up Kurt Angle, and this is how he's going to physically dissect him, and they built that into the match. So I, I thought they did a really good job with it. Yeah, the answer is still authors of pain versus Steph Rollins, though. Boy. Um, Boy. I don't even know if I would have put that number two. What do you think? Yeah. Was, wait, what do you think was you, number two? I, I, I really mean, like the Seth Elias Rollins match. I was gonna, that's so funny. I was going to go with Elias Dolph Ziggler as my match of the night. Yeah. I thought that was the match of the night. Um, I I don't think, by the way, again, given the circumstances, I think you're right, AJ, that they they told a good story and they made it. You know, Seth Rollins looked competitive, and I think there was something to be said for it, but I don't know that it was a great match. Um, I think it was... I think it was a, a, a making the best of a situation. Um, I, I That was more the sense I got of it. Although, I, the more I thought about it, what, did they really need to have Seth and Dean win the tag titles in order to pull all of this off? Yeah. You think... Yeah, because this is the best way. To, that That's a great way to get the authors to pay in the belt. Yeah, I like it. When when the other face teams are, you know, you have the B team as a face team. I guess you could have done the Lucha House Party if that's going to be a thing going forward. But if you're go- trying to get heat on authors of pain for winning, that was a great way to do it. I guess. And I guess the moment, the breakup itself isn't as powerful if it doesn't come moments after they won the tag belts. I guess you're right about all these things. Um, I don't know. I like there is I a part persuaded for Elias and and Dolph Ziggler, but I will not budge for my authors of pain pick for Drew McIntyre and Kurt Angle. Okay, well then 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 be persuaded. Let's go with uh, Elias and Dolph. Do it, Elias. Elias and Dolph it is. Hell yeah, yeah. Suck it, Aaron. You're the worst. God, Kurt Angle, such a bad wrestler, does not belong on this list. Go ahead, yourself. I mean, on Monday night he didn't. And again, I hear your argument that it could be part of the storytelling, but I don't know, man. It didn't look – it just looked like Kurt Angle not looking good. I don't know. It just it, – he just really didn't look good to me. He looked – and I, I'm not trying to oversell how he's looked in his other appearances. Eesh, this one. Ah, 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 ah. I, and I guess that was just them wanting to give the British crowd the chance to see Kurt Angle. Right, like I guess that's we we felt the need to do something, after. and it it put over McIntyre huge. I thought to to make it seem like okay, Kurt Angle's not in this guy's class. Right. That's you know that's a big statement right there. Look, they clearly want to embrace McIntyre. They clearly want to make him a star. They wanted to do it since the first time they 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 came to him. I I don't know that his character is the star that they think it is. I think that. Drew McIntyre, the performer, is more of a star than Drew McIntyre, the character, is. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I see what... It, it makes sense. I don't necessarily know if it applies, though. Like, I, I really think... You're right, there's something very, very small maybe missing from saying this guy's, you know, potentially the top guy in the company I as think, far I as think, the character again, goes. I don't think that but I think it's small. Missing. I think it's very small. I don't sense. think that there's a thing missing from Drew McIntyre. I just think Drew McIntyre's not 
the champion and not the top of the company right now because he's not Brock Lesnar. Like, well, I, I, I think I think if Brock Lesnar wasn't there, I think I think if Brock Lesnar was not a viable option and they wanted to build around a heel champion because I don't think that they, especially with Roman being on, they want Bro, they don't want Braun Strowman to be heel. I think that the heel champion that they would build around right now would be Drew McIntyre. Um, well, that's that's where we thought they were going. We thought, you know, at least right. me and Glenn. Obviously, you thought they were going. I with think that I mean, is. I, I honestly think that is where they're going. I oh, think I, that, I think they're going after Rumble. That's. I think that's where they're going. I, I think that Brock Lesnar is going to drop the belt to Braun Strowman, and Braun Strowman is going to drop the belt to Drew McIntyre. Yep. <sighs> Maybe I still think that Seth Rollins is supposed to be the star on the show right now. Yeah, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. See, I I'm still. I don't think it goes that quickly. I, my gut is now it's Seth Seth versus Brock at WrestleMania. That's my my gut after they pulled this off is that at at this point is there another Braun Brock story to be told? I, I like I said I think the reason they did it is they want Braun to win it at Rumble at something not three o'clock on Friday. Uh, I mean maybe, and I guess you can say that he deserves it again because of the cheap shot. I don't know. I I just I would come back to I think the better right now if I'm setting up a a WrestleMania blood feud type of a match and it was interesting listening to to Seth Rollins promo on on Monday and sort of referencing what else was going on on the card um I I think that the one that you can get is sort of Seth Rollins wrestling for Roman Reigns honor against Brock Lesnar I think that's your chance to get a blood feud type of real big Wrestlemania moment Seth Rollins going over Brock Lesnar but Braun, you think it would be Braun Drew at Wrestlemania for the title no I think it's going to be Drew Seth Drew. so you're having two title changes between now and Mania I don't think that Brock Lesnar is going to hold the title very long because I don't think that but when does I, he drop it at, at Royal Rumble, and then Braun drops it between Rumble and Mania chamber. at Elimination Chamber. I guess in the Elimination Chamber, you can write that easier as to why it was such a short reign. For his short, you know, for his first one, he, he doesn't even necessarily, you know, he get you pinned by Braun's all five guys. First long reign to be as a heel. I, I, well, I, I don't want it to be a three week reign. You didn't even want Roman Reigns, so that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I understand what Aaron's saying. That's a lot to do. You know what I mean? Like, it's a lot to do in a short amount of time. I mean, the other alternative is, yeah, keep the belt on Brock, and he holds it all the way to Mania, and he beats Seth Rollins at WrestleMania, and everybody's He beats unhappy. Seth Rollins at WrestleMania? <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Well, yeah. have, have him keep the they might actually the belt bur- until Roman comes back. Come not, on, were you not at the last WrestleMania? I, I hear you. They w- might actually burn it down though if that were to occur. Um, I feel like you were there next to me. No, oh, I a- AJ. I might have been there in body. <laughs> <laughs> like physically, I my ticket might have been scanned, and I might have been sitting in a seat at WrestleMania. <laughs> I was not there. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Aren't you happy you spent three hundred? Oh my god! Thing? What the? I'm still. I still don't know what occurred to me that day. It is. I think I got roofied. I think someone might have taken advantage of me. I don't know who it was. 
I'm looking at you, Terry. That's who I'm looking at. <laughs> I don't know what occurred that day. That was a, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I guess they could do that, but boy, that would be just uh, absolutely brutal. I don't know. I'm coming around to, to Seth Brock being the answer, but look, I'm all for I get it. I think Drew McIntyre is a star, and I think they obviously believe that Drew McIntyre is a star. I think that, again, as a heel, sure, I think he's a viable top heel in the company. I don't disagree with that necessarily in any way. That, that character alone doesn't need that much work to be a viable top heel. To be the top star in the company overall, I think there's a lot of work. To be the guy that you are convinced could go from top heel to top face fairly quickly, I, I don't know that I've seen that in his character. Again, sometimes that just happens as you're a heel. You're so good at being a heel that when they do want to turn you face, people are willing to embrace it because you were just so good at being the heel. So that just might be something that comes down the road. Uh, did you want to update the numbers now for Match of the Year? Oh, yes. Um, so, as of right now, Dolph Ziggler has actually jumped Drew McIntyre. Um, he is officially in the top five uh, after Seth Rollins with 19 points and 14 on the weighted scale. Once again, the weighted scale is uh, when you win a match that is more than one-on-one, uh, you get half of a point. Roman Reigns is still in second with 14 po- points. Nine on the way to scale. Finn Balor has 11 with eight on the way to scale. Kevin Owens has nine with eight on the way to scale. And Dolph Ziggler, your new number five, has nine with six on the weighted scale. All right. Very good. Is there anything else, I mean, Raw SmackDown-wise, that we need to discuss? Right. Uh, like, Becky has a new playmate. Oh, right. Yeah, Nikki Cross. Now, I mean, are we convinced that was her moment to arrive on, on the main I'm roster? Not, I'm not convinced of it. I, I think maybe but I, I think it very easily could have been they were you know basically in her neck of the woods right. they wanted the pop there right that's what i wondered about in that moment too was 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 this nikki cross arriving on the main roster and being part of sanity moving forward or was it just a one-time thing given the circumstances uh, i don't know why she wouldn't be part of of course i don't really know what they're doing with sanity it, it appears to be sort of a non-starter right now so i mean i, I thought i thought they believe killian dane was a star I mean, I thought that Killian Dane was going to shoot through every level of WWE very, very quickly, and they appear to have nothing for Sanity right now. So as much as I say I think Nikki Cross just should be a part of Sanity because why wouldn't she be part of Sanity? I guess the other part of the answer is why isn't Sanity anything right now? Like that's It's very disappointing that they brought him up with clearly no evident plan and they haven't come up with anything in the months that have followed. I don't get why that would be the case. Although, again, when they can't come up with anything for Shinsuke Nakamura, who actually holds your U.S. championship belt, maybe I shouldn't be all that surprised. Um, I, we'll see. We'll see where that goes. We'll see where that goes. But, I mean, you made it, I, I love it because I love Nikki Cross. What's not to love, right? Right, exactly. Um, um, the other thing perspective, and, and, and kind of going back to Crown Jewel, do they have a plan in place for Shane, or was that just a little thing? I mean, they have to be sewing a Shane heel turn at this point. I mean, they have to be, right? Like, it, the whole thing was weird because the crowd on Monday was clearly, boo- or on Tuesday was clearly booing Shane, but yet 
even after it happened on Sunday or on Friday, the crowd in Saudi Arabia, they were just excited that Shane McMahon was there. So they, they like nobody seems to know what to do. And then the rest of the show on Tuesday was them trying to recreate Shane as a face. But when you have a face general manager in Page, why would you bring back Shane if it wasn't to set up a heel turn for him? It's got to be leading to a heel turn. Now, what that's for, like what the purpose of it is, I I don't know that. I don't know. Is there a match at WrestleMania that makes sense with Shane McMahon as a heel? Uh, AJ Styles for the WWE title. Yeah, yeah, there is. They could do that. Right, that would be an option. Like, I, the person. I mean, he is the best in the world. Maybe it's CM Punk. Yeah, and that could be the answer too. That could be the answer. It's a best in the world versus best of the world situation. I hadn't considered that possibility. First um, of all, or Shane hang on, Chris Jericho best is in the world. He did Shane say that. Is one third of the best in the world. <laughs> this he is did, true. He did say the that. Miz is two thirds of the best in the world. Um, by the way, by the way, I am convinced that we are getting Daniel Bryan versus The Miz at WrestleMania because they're clearly going to make them tag team champions for a couple months before Miz fucks it all up and turns super. But are you here. convinced that you're getting it for the title? Uh no. Yeah, that's the part. Like I'm, I'm with you. It's very evident that they're. They could very that. well get it for the title. Like Miz beats. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan wins the Rumble, but right, it should be. It's right there. It's right it there for be. you. It should be, but I'm still not convinced that it will be. I'm still. But who would you rather? Honestly, who does? Who would you rather have their legacy cemented by winning the Rumble this year? Daniel Bryan or Seth Rollins? Daniel Bryan only because I think Seth Rollins has many chances in the future, and I don't know how many more I'm, chances I, Daniel would, Bryan has. I would pick Seth Rollins strictly because when was the last time? That somewhat a young wrestler in their prime won the Royal Rumble. Uh, Roman. I mean, do, oh, do, do those even count? Everyone hates him. Oh, you're, that's right. You're getting people really... love him now. Well, look, I AJ, I think we they can all. I do he almost because he's he's right. dying of cancer. Right. Well, hang on, so but I think we can all agree. People like him. I forgot. Whether it's Daniel Bryan or whether it's Seth Rollins, it will just be really nice to see something happen for a white guy for a change. I think we can agree. <laughs> No you matter know who it what. should be, Randy Orton. <laughs> oh, my God. It's definitely going to be Randy Orton. I don't know why we're kidding ourselves and thinking it won't be. It's going to be Randy Orton. It's going to be Randy Orton versus AJ Styles for the title at WrestleMania. And yeah. so when they were doing the best in the world, they were like, there's a two-time Royal Rumble winner. And I was like, when did he win the – oh, yeah. yeah. By the way, I loved that. That was the one thing from the show. Oh, I like, do agree. They need to do that all the time. That was amazing. They really, that was so good. That Reading off everyone's accomplishments is something that should happen. All the, that was awesome. Awesome. I'm but all for it. Made, it made every match feel bigger because of it. Oh, yeah, it did. And it also did one thing that I was saying on the show the last couple weeks where I was like, bro, you guys are saying, whoa. Why is it the best in the world? It's for the title. I was like, dude, the guys in the tournament is what makes it to see who the best in the world is. And then in every match, it's like, oh, he's a two-time World Rumble winner, 14-time champion. Oh, he's a two-time world champion. He's a six-time tag team champion. Like, yeah, it looks like it's actually the best in the world. Um, they did a, they did a good job in that. You're absolutely right. That was a, it was a great touch to an event that, again, did not remotely matter. They, they, they brought up, it was best in the world, best in the world, best in the world, and the guy that won it two nights later said, I'm not the best in the world. It was irrelevant. Irrelevant. All right. Uh, anything else you need to touch on from Raw and SmackDown? Not really. Uh, yes. Oh. We, need, we need to touch on the fact of how you, we, 
I'm so glad that we're doing the the with the new 2019. We're not going to be doing the best match on Raw. We're going to be doing the best match of the week because uh, well, the, God damn yeah, that Usos, New Day Uso right. tag team match. Yeah, well, but they could do that every week. We we have to start talking about New Day Usos as potentially the greatest tag feud of all time. Ever. It's really good. It's really good. Uh, you're Ever. not wrong about that. What other t- there is? Well, Hart, hold on. Hardy's Edge and Christian are up there. You got you but know those are, but those are all their matches. Like, don't get me wrong, they have great matches. But like, Hardy Edge and Christian, like their biggest matches are gimmick matches. Not the TLC is not a revolutionary, and it wasn't groundbreaking. It was all those things, and it was amazing. But the Usos and the New Day have done that, and the only real gimmick match they've ever had, they had one Hell in the Cell. Every other match they had is just a flat out tag team match. I mean, and they, they had, had a lot of great tag matches too, though. Don't don't knock Edge and Christian I, Hardys for their regular match. But, but but they didn't have as many great regular tag team matches because they fought a lot. That, of, yeah, I think you're sleeping on that original, the, the best of seven series. Like those were really good matches. The first six before they turned it into a ladder match. Not to, I don't know if you know this or not, but the New Day and the Usos. Had the best match of the year, or not the best match of the year? They had one of the best matches of the year. They had the best match of SummerSlam two years ago, and they were on the pre-show. Indeed, the pre-show. Name one other time the pre-show match was anywhere near the rest of like one of the best matches of the night. The only time I can think of is actually the night we went this year's was, Mania with with the two hundred five live uh, the cruiserweight oh, match. True, but I was thinking actually. Um, Kalisto and Apollo Cruz had a had a yeah. show match when we went to Battleground, I believe. Yeah, and it was incredible. But like, it's so rare that that happens. I wish I could remember anything from the pre-show at WrestleMania. I wish. <laughs> I wish I could. Remember. I wish you could remember WrestleMania. I wish I could remember anything. Yeah, I'm with you. I wish I could remember absolutely anything about WrestleMania. I think at one point I walked away and got a po'boy that was the worst po'boy I've ever had in my entire life. And uh, was you not po' boy in the Superdome? Yeah, in the Superdome. Yes. I yeah, you, one, you don't get that from the. Well, Superdome. I would. I, Aaron, clearly, I needed something. I needed. <laughs> I don't know again that I will ever be able to explain what occurred to me that day. All right. Um. Very good. When we come back in, I have no idea. But it's next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. This is jobbing out. Score big at the Green Turtle with our legendary crab dip, juicy burgers, or any of our delicious boardwalk iced teas and lemonades. Bring the whole team and celebrate your latest win in our rent-free party room. Need to raise money for your sports league or team? Our Funds for Friends program has raised over $1 million for local sports organizations. Everyone is a winner at the Turtle. Visit thegreenturtle.com to find your local turtle. From Television City in Hollywood. <laughs> Good time. Keeping your head above water. Make any way if you can. Temporary layoff. He's a guy, Ripper. That's an answer, Bobby. Hanging in a child. Uh, hey, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't Black know. People. 
I think because we were talking about we were talking earlier in the show about how we did the Sanford and Son uh, uh, theme last week, and I wanted something cool to come back with. I was like, I'm gonna do good times, and that's just the way that it's gonna be. And so I feel good about that. I'm really glad that we did that. Back in here, segment number three of Jobbing Out. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis. Uh, look, we had a guest that was scheduled for this week. Unfortunately, it uh, doesn't look like it's going to come through. Um, uh, uh, Aaron, let's plug because it's happening this weekend, and they did do our, uh, their damnedest for us. Uh, two shows, right, for MCW this weekend? Yeah, uh, two shows. Uh, let me pull up the exact location for those shows. But one of them is uh, it features uh, the big rematch. The, their match of the year, I believe it was earlier this year, uh, was. Nick Aldis facing Brandon Scott for the NWA title. And we get the rematch this weekend. And not just a rematch, we're going old school NWA with it as Brandon Scott faces Nick Aldis in a two out of three falls match. Ooh. 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 You're forgetting the biggest match of the weekend. What? You're forgetting the biggest match of the weekend. The biggest match of the weekend? Yeah. Is it at the Sausage Castle? It's Sugar Bear. And well, okay, the hang road. on a second. Can we, can we do? <laughs> well, if it's not happening, Park I, that's fine. But why don't we do one plug for this and then we do yeah. your plug? Can we do it that way? Right, yeah, ahead, unless it's ahead. happening in Joppa, Maryland, on Friday, November 9th, or Hollywood, Maryland, on Saturday, November tenth. That's is. what we're talking about right now. All right. Um, uh, and I know they've got a bunch of other stars coming out this weekend. Yeah, they got uh, Ted DiBiase and Rosa Mendez showing up in Joppa on Friday. And then uh, they have, yeah, mm-hmm. the boogeyman, Ted DiBiase and Rosa Mendez in Hollywood, Maryland on Saturday. Actually, I think they're, I think they're both, all three doing both shows. Um, so, yeah, uh, it'll be a great weekend. Uh, MCW Pro Wrestling, as always, uh, mcwproWrestling.com. Shout out Sean Cradle. Yes, in order to get your tickets. So, uh, oh, no. by the way, I forgot to say, on Halloween night, I hung out with Velveteen Dream. I completely Oh, de- oh you just wanted to just, <laughs> what, the, what the hell? What was he dressed as for Halloween? Uh, he was. He was dressed as Velveteen Dream, honestly. Like he was, he was. Uh, I forget. He had like a mask on, but he didn't really wear it. And he had on like a scarf. Like he literally just looked like Velveteen Dream would look given a promo at a Halloween party. Like that's what he looked like. Um, it was actually really cool because uh, we. I got to hang. Uh, I was there with Mojo, obviously, but um, uh, EC3 was there as Batman. Um, I did see his Batman with uh, Drake Maverick as Robin at one of those uh, NXT Drake house Ma- shows. Drake was Robin, and um, uh, Moose was actually there as the Riddler. That's kind of um, dope. Nice. Uh, and then Velveteen Dream was there also, and um, Kona Reeves was there. It was it was pretty cool. All right. Well, that doesn't sound like a bad way to spend Halloween night. Yeah, it was a good Halloween. That's cool, man. That's cool. Wait, uh, are we getting any of them on the show anytime soon? I'll see what I can do. Yeah, not a bad feeling that was the answer. Okay, back to that. Uh, <laughs> all right, tell us all about what's happening at the Sausage Castle this weekend. Oh, SCW, SCW, SCW. So uh, this weekend, you know, we've, we've built to a point. Um, you know, we've already had three shows. Um, each show is going to be two episodes on uh, Mike Busey's Snapchat channel. Um, we're, episode seven and eight will be this weekend. Episode nine and ten will be... Uh, New Year's weekend, but this weekend in preparation for my title match at New Year's, um, me and my members of the row are going to take on the current champion, uh, Trailer Park Chuck, and his tag team partner who is yet to be named, um, and in a tag team match just in preparation for the for the big show um, on uh, New Year's. 
where I get my first title shot, and I this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. I will yeah. reign supreme yeah. as Sugar Bear at SCW. I like it. I so like if you like if you like the video that we posted, which a lot of people did, it got a lot of views. Um, uh, there's going to be more of those coming out. Uh, I hope you guys like my character. I think it's really cool to be able to play the Suge Knight type character uh, because he's just so vicious and rude and obnoxious, and that's me. Ah, uh, yeah, that actually sounds exactly right. I love that. <laughs> you, you nailed mm-hmm. it. Nailed it to a T. All right, uh, very good. Anything else uh, that we uh, we should touch on before we get into this week's? We're bringing it back at the top five. Anything else we need to cover? Uh, no. All right, very good. So, Aaron, you alerted us to a, um, I don't know, a rather unfortunate anniversary. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Unfortunate? No, right I would say that. an auspicious anniversary. Uh, As 16 years ago today, we saw what really happened between Kane and Katie Vick in that funeral home. Oh, God. Um, this is the moment that a lot of us look back on and say... Maybe How did they get away with yeah, that? Maybe it was for the best that WWE changed some things. Like, maybe, more I think about it, maybe they did the right thing um, in changing the way that they went about their business because there was – you know how we talked earlier in the show about dancing right up to the line and maybe we'd gone over it? Yeah, this was <laughs> way over it. This was so far over it, I don't even have the words. But – Boys, with that in mind, and I'm going to steal this, and it's actually going to be my number five on my list. I actually found something out about that. See, sometimes the story that WWE tells us, they don't tell us everything. You know, they got to move on. There's other things that go on, right? Like they got to work into other programs, and there's things that occur that we just don't get to find out anymore about. And that's sometimes unfortunate because sometimes there's a really important rest of the story that we didn't learn. Like, for example, and this is going to be our top five this week, because I'm going to ask you guys if you happen to know of any times where perhaps WWE never got to tell the rest of the story. For example, I found something out recently about the Katie Vicks thing. I, I bet you guys... I bet you guys think that story ends with Kane being a necrophiliac, being a monster, and just having sex with a dead woman. Is that how you think that story ends? Well, no, it, it ends with Triple H going over him, but yes, well, basically. Oh, thank, oh, thank you. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you. The, but you think that Kane is the bad guy, of course, because, I mean, if you're having sex with a dead woman, clearly you're a terrible person. Or just a necrophiliac that's a good person. Well, I don't know if you can be both. <laughs> I don't know if that's possible. Remember that line thing that we're talking about here, AJ. But I know something you don't know. And what's that, Glenn? I happen to know. You know, we've talked a lot about how, you know, like, you know how Hulk Hogan's penis is not the same as Terry Bollea's penis? You know how they have two different penises? Yeah. The same is true of Mayor Glenn Jacobs and Kane. It's a true story. Mayor Glenn Jacobs' penis, as underwhelming as everyone else named Glenn on the face of the planet. All (laughs) Glens have remarkably underwhelming penises. But Kane's penis is actually a magical penis. And Kane 
wasn't the bad guy when he had sex with Katie Vick. His magical penis actually brought Katie Vick back to life. Okay. Kane is the hero of the story. And for some reason, WWE chose not to tell that portion of the story. Katie Vick is living a wonderful life. She's now 42 years old. She lives in Cedar Rapids. She's married Cedar to a, Rapids. She's, I was going to say Knoxville. She actually voted for Kane. <laughs> actually, she did. She knocked on doors campaigning for Kane. I can't believe that no one bothered to tell that story. She's married to a man who's a, a happily employed auto mechanic. They have two kids. It is shameful that that part of the story was never told. Kane how do you was, live up to a dude? How do you live up after a dude brought the pussy back to life? Right? That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. That's a good point. Well, she had to we, come. We to, sure it's a happy marriage. Uh, it's as happy as it's gonna be. You know what I mean? Like she's excited. Talk about dead fish. She's oh god. Oh jeez, AJ. <laughs> the line. These are jokes. They're just jokes. It's a. What do you mean the line? We're talking about a magical penis <laughs> that brought an imaginary dead woman back to life. And I say dead fish, and I'm the uh, guy. By the I'm way, the crazy my one. story was true, and I'll have anyway. Go ahead. You're number five, AJ. Uh, my number five. Um, it's funny that you mention uh, Hulk Hogan's penis. Oh, it is. Um, it's always funny when we mention Hulk Hogan's penis. Because what a lot of people don't know is that um, one time when the NWO just formed, Hulk Hogan was taking a shower. Not Terry Bollea. Hulk Hogan was taking a shower. Kevin Nash walked in and saw the size of Hulk Hogan's penis, got so nervous and that was the first time he tore his quad. You son of a bitch. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> Bullshit. I'll have you know. Aaron, you're number five. Um, you guys remember when the invasion first started and Diamond Dallas Page showed up in WWE as, as a stalker. And that supposedly ended and then he, he showed back up as just this generic happy guy i do remember that Ki- kind of weird it seemed like there was something very big missing in that story to go from creepy stalker to super happy you know that's a good thing guy well there's actually two stories in this that get tied up by this little bit of information that was removed sarah after all that decided to go out on a date with diamond dallas page wait what Ooh. yeah Ooh. Which also, by the way, explains why suddenly she wasn't with The Undertaker anymore and oh Undertaker moved on God. to Michelle McCool. Oh, it just ties everything together. That Way is, to tie that knot, Aaron. That is amazing. Well done, sir. Well done. All right. Uh, we went a little out of order, AJ, so that we can get to the point where you finish. You're going to go ahead and go first for number four. Okay. Well, my uh, number four is actually, you know, you remember the term, um, Brett screwed Brett. I do remember that. Don't tell me this well, is going to end with it. Actually, like, oh my, I don't want to know where you're. So going. in I don't 2018, this whole storyline could not work because what actually happened was Vince McMahon outed Brett Hart as an asexual. I knew that was where. I don't know why I would have thought anything else. <laughs> I don't. There's literally no reason for me to have considered any other possibility as to where that was going. But exactly, exactly where you took it. Aaron, number four. Uh, Number four, I'm going to... uh, This one's actually a little bit topical because of the person involved. Uh, Donald Trump was part of WWE at one point, even had a a part of a match at WrestleMania. I do remember that. And and, and we thought that was it. He shaved Vince McMahon's head. It ended there. But no, if you remember, there was a fifth person involved between the two wrestlers 
and then Trump and McMahon. There was a fifth person involved, one Armando Alejandro Estrada. That's true. Trump tried to do a, a business deal for cigars with Armando Alejandro Estrada. Is this that the reason de- why everyone's getting deported? Is this what you're leading to? Yes, and oh because this God. deal went south, that had his enti- that he based his entire policy around this one moment. I I, I don't even know what to say. All because of a shady cigar dealer, motherfucker. I don't even know what to say. My I, my mind is blown. My mind is completely blown. Holy shit! All right, my number four. Like um, Kevin Nash's quads? Yeah. Oh my god. I hate you. My number four. <laughs> uh, I think everyone knows that uh, the the lovely. By the way, there's nothing more disappointing that's happened on this program to me than when I asked Mark Henry what his favorite flavor of edible underwear was, and he like completely forgot that he had ever done that. <laughs> like it was one of the most disappointing moments that's ever occurred yeah. in the history of this show. Um. I'd rather Scott Hall hang up on us every week than that feeling that I felt. <laughs> that anyway. Um, Died Friday late yeah. to the side. As you know, Mark Henry and Mae Young, uh, a very happy couple, loved each other. Um, and they actually, I think everybody knows they had a child. And while that child had a bit of a deformity, um, grew up. And we we saw uh, Mark and May's child just a few years ago on the uh, the Raw anniversary show, did we not? Yep. Yes, we did. You might not know this, but that child has since grown up even more. And ultimately, the child of Mark Henry and May Young, and it explains a lot of idiosyncrasies about this person, is NBA basketball player Nick Young. I bet you guys didn't know that. Nick Young, and explains why sometimes his hands aren't so great. Hey, look, if you had one that that was that big, your hands might not be that great, would it be? Mark Henry, May Young, Nick Young, it all makes sense now. And here's the thing, though. Actually, there's even deeper part of that story. Is there really? Yes. See, see, what a lot of people don't know is Mark Henry was not in the the hands life early on. That's Nick Young that you're referring to. You show some yes, respect. Nick Young. He wasn't in his life because while he was growing up as a kid, Mark Henry was always afraid that all he wanted was a handout. Oh, God. Uh. <laughs> Number three. That was my number three. Oh, was it really? Okay, all right. That's actually not your worst. That's that was pretty good. Aaron, you're number three. Um. Okay. So we all know that Rikishi did it for the Rock. We know that, right? Did it and, for end the of, Rock. End of statement. And and yes, he went on to say that because you know the Rock basically he he, he wanted to stick it to Whitey, and that's why he ran down Stone Cold Steve Austin. That was that a big reason. But there was an even bigger reason in play that they never told us about. Steve Weiser, pretty big brand, right? Yes, mm-hmm. everybody knows Steve Weiser. Was not originally supposed to be Steve Weiser. What? It was supposed to be Keish Weiser. Whoa. What? However, Steve Austin, the white guy, comes in and, and the beer company says, you know what, we, we got to give him the branding. This all goes back to beer. I, I, I'm stunned. I'm like, frankly, I'm floored. How did you get this? He did it for the Rolling Rock. How did (laughs) That's not bad. Well done. Uh, Aaron, how did you get this information? I I have sources. Uh, Nice. 
All right. I mean, nice. I, 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 and you're not willing to reveal who your sources are. I, I I'm a journalist. I can't reveal my sources. All right. All right. Fair enough. All right. Um, my number three, boys. I have seen the tape. I've seen it. It's, it's the tape that everybody has always wondered. Will it ever come out? Does it exist? You've wondered for a long time. And it's interesting because I know we've all, we've all, we have great respect for Tori Wilson, of course, right? And she's been a two-time mm-hmm. guest on this show. And obviously she's referred to that, that being a very awkward part of her career. But I have seen the tape from Tori Wilson and Dawn Marie's night together in the hotel room. Wow. I know what is on it. And are you prepared for me to tell you? Yes. As you would have expected, the tape of Tori Wilson and Dawn Marie, the night in the hotel room, actually proves that Donald Trump colluded with Russia. It's unbelievable. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, I I mean, I was very disappointed. I got to be honest with you. When I saw the tape, I said, I mean, this is good information and all, but uh, I've been waiting to, to, to fap to this for 20 years and, I, I, I tried. It's just not something that I could fap to. Um, but it's really an amazing tape. i got to be honest with you. It's, it's not what you would expect, but it's truly an incredible tape, and I have seen it, and I can say with confidence that that is actually what occurs on that tape. AJ, you're number two. My number two. So a lot of guys have heard of Austin 316, you know, the book of Austin, but they, they don't know the other, you know, phrases in the book. A lot of people don't know that, Austin 316 is not the end of the third chapter of Austin. For example, Austin 317 says, I'm just going to drink the beers over your lifeless body. I didn't know that. Oh, okay. Austin 318 says, I'm going to give flip you the bird because all these marks love it. And Austin 319 says, fuck you guys. I'm going home. Wow. <laughs> That's good. I, this is big, man. I don't. I can't believe you just dropped this on a podcast. I think you should have saved this for a book. Frankly, like I'm. Well, you know, I was, you know, I was in talks with Austin to be on his podcast, and then I told him, you know, I have allegiances, so I couldn't do that. So instead, he told me what the rest of the book of Austin right, was about. All right, all right. Uh, Aaron, share yours. I have to again take a phone call. I'm so sorry. Okay. Boy, you and your phone calls. Anyways, I mentioned Undertaker briefly before, but there's another bigger Undertaker thing that it's funny. In recent years, we've seen more of this story. But it doesn't quite tell the whole picture. We know Undertaker buried Paul Bearer in cement back in the mid-2000s. And we later found out that he didn't really bury him as he was okay with Paul Bearer being pulled out. We've seen that. What they haven't told us yet, but I think they will eventually tell us, is that he had good motives behind that. He wasn't just trying to bury him for no reason. Otherwise, why would he let Paul Bearer be pulled out of it? No, if you notice, just a little while later, the Slammies returned to WWE. He was just trying to create busts for the new Slammy Award. Undertaker was looking out for the company. Wow. Yeah. Wow, but they, 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 they were, they were going to be cool with a short chubby man as the bust? You know, they, they decide to go with the other. I don't know why, but that was Undertaker's idea. He was determined to get it done, and he wanted to sh- to show them that badly I'm, that he was going to put uh, Paul Bearer in cement to show how good it would look. I am stunned, frankly, but, I mean, it's hard to argue with him. 
They actually, I thought it looked good, right? Yeah. I mean, in all, in all fairness, I thought it looked good. All right, uh, my number two, and then I'll do my number one following that. My number two, a lot of us believe that ECW is dead. But I have terrifying news. ECW actually continued. Oh, God. And the current reigning two-time ECW champion. Is it? Is it? Is Vince McMahon. Uh, I was hoping wow. it was going to be the zo- Wait, how many times has the zombie been the champion? Oh, I don't know how many times the zombie has been. But Vince McMahon himself. Wow. Okay. Years later, upon realizing after he had killed ECW, he could have killed ECW with himself as champion. So he actually held a single ECW show in his own basement. In his own basement. Where he became a two-time ECW champion. And he remains ECW champion to this day. And it's probably the most horrifying thing that any fan of that brand could have ever imagined Vince McMahon being the champion forever. But I have something more shocking that's my number one. Okay. This, my friends, may truly be the most shocking moment that no one would have ever seen coming in the history of professional wrestling. John Cena wins? (laughs) (laughs) Not bad. Not bad. This... I don't think anyone would ever believe, frankly, if I told them, but I can say 100%. Not only do I have sources, Aaron, I have direct sources with direct Mm. knowledge of this information. All right. What has been presented to you over the years is actually a lie. And, AJ, I have to question some of your reporting from earlier on in this segment. Because the shocking news that I can present to you is that Kevin Nash has a fully functioning quad. (laughs) (laughs) And always has. Oh, man. No point. All right. I can't. I couldn't. Just go. Just do your number one. All right. Uh, we saw the video. Uh, was it probably about a year and a half? Now? I saw it. Ago? It was Tori Wilson and Don Marie, but it actually well, wasn't. of course, was, that uh, video as yeah. well. That's the more important video. This yeah. this video was cool as well, of uh, Randy Orton going through the Wyatt compound and eventually burning it down. But we haven't seen all of that video. In fact, one of the biggest mysteries is actually revealed on that video, and I don't know why we haven't seen it because the identity of Sister Abigail is revealed if you go later on on that video. And not just is it revealed, it's someone, as Bray White says, who is dead, but we have seen the death of on WWE television. Wait a second. Wait a second. Go ahead. We just, one thing we didn't understand, Sister Abigail, Abigail is the last name of Sister Abigail. The first name, Moppy. What? Moppy McMoppington is Sister Abigail? It's true. Wow. I got to be honest with you, I probably should have seen it coming. I probably should have seen it coming. That is amazing. That is truly, truly amazing. I Holy hell. But, but you understand why that death no, would I, set someone I, off I, like I, Bray Wyatt. I, I totally get it. That is, Moppy was a very special person. It was very, very special. That is... Wow. All right. I, I mean, I don't know where to go. Uh, AJ, there's no way you have something more stunning than that. I do, actually. Um, 
You know, it was funny because uh, the the thing that a lot of people don't know about the, the, the story with Roman Reigns and his leukemia, and people are, like, starting to cheer him now and saying he's going to be one of the biggest baby faces uh, ever when he comes back after he beats leukemia, and he should be. But what people don't know is that he was this fucking good the whole time. The entire time he's been amazing, and you took him for granted because you're the fucking worst. And I hate every one of you. Get in your plugs. Uh, so, yeah, I have uh, SCW this weekend. Uh, uh, I got a big tattoo uh. match. Um, something tells me you're going to really enjoy a couple spots. In that match, or after the match, maybe, perhaps, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. Might break the internet, I don't know, maybe, all right, I don't know. All right. Um, uh, also, uh, you know, I got new music, I'm making new music. I got uh, my charity, Can Food Drive, is going to be coming back around uh, at, at some point oh, very cool. this month. Yeah. And uh, into next month as well, so we're doing it for both holidays. Um, so I got a lot going. You can follow me on all social media at AJ Francis four one zero. That's Twitter and Instagram at AJ Francis four one. Wait, isn't oh. isn't your first like official day of training coming up soon too? Yeah, next Tuesday. Wow, next wow. Tuesday I'm gonna start training. Hey, that's the day. Very good. All right, Aaron, uh, all your plugs. Uh, I am on Twitter at the Aoster. We are on Twitter at Jobbing Out Show. You can email us jobbingoutshow at gmail dot com. If you missed it last week, I got to talk to uh, Eric Bischoff before his appearance at uh, Jimmy's Famous Seafood, which I actually went to. That was pretty fun there. That's cool. Uh, even though Conrad could barely pay attention because he was paying attention to the Alabama LSU game, well, but it was big. a good time overall. And uh, go check that out, Baltimore Sun. All right, uh, very good. I'd be I, that. You see, normally when Aaron says something like that, I get very angry. But we've had Eric Bischoff on, so. I'm good. Yes. Um, all right. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio, glennclarkradio.com. I am writing about uh, Casey Lennox, by the way, coming up at pressboxonline.com and actually in the new print edition of Pressbox that will be available next week. Uh, by the way, uh, big ups to Mervo High School for not knowing who the name of the tennis coach was in 2009. <laughs> Thanks. That was helpful. Um, of course, in fairness, neither did Casey, so I'm not really sure what to make of that. Um, anyway, that's what's going on. For uh, well, we didn't have any guests, so thanks to nobody. For uh, age, uh, no, for Aaron and for the main event. 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 You guys think she would do it if it was stuffed crust pizza? Do you think that she would still? <laughs> like if it was stuffed crust? Ah. AJ Francis. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. Jobbing! Oh.